All right, we're here with podcast number four. What's up, what's up? We do not have our mic today, so we apologize in advance for the audio quality. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> for the audio quality. But we appreciate you guys um, mm-hmm. trudging through with us, and we yes. will have it back for next week. Cool. Mm-hmm. Today, we are going to talk about systemic racism yes. and what the definition of that is, mm-hmm. and then how it applies to everyday life. So the definition of systemic racism is a form of racism that is embedded as normal practice within a society or organization. It can lead to such issues as discrimination in criminal justice, employment, housing, healthcare, political power, and education, among other things. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is yeah. loaded. Loaded. <laughs> so let's talk about what that looks like what that looks like Ooh, i mean that's why we have you know the ghetto you know we have hoods we have so um, go in a little more detail as far as like what does the ghetto mean the ghetto what is the ghetto um and it's not as far as a personality right it's not a personality it's mm. not a um trait that you can just inherit um well not emotional trait. How about that? Okay. It's, not, it's a so the ghetto is basically a place um, or an area that is low, low in, income, okay. yeah, lower income. Um, that you know they don't have the opportunity or same opportunities as others. You know to build a better them. So basically. this is like when I think of what mm-hmm. you're talking about, I'm thinking of maybe women who are single moms who have to yeah. work two yeah. jobs. So mm-hmm. maybe they don't have the same, like they aren't there with their kids when mm-hmm. their kids get home Yeah, to make sure their kid does their homework and has, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. good nutrition. No, they are working two jobs mm-hmm. to try and better, you know, pay the bills for yeah. the family. Yeah. And then, be like that. yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, they're trying to break this cycle, right? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of like the um, like the projects, kind of. I mean, I wouldn't say is that's that's considered. So, what's the, the difference between the ghetto and project projects or hub hud housing? Uh, the the projects are just you know, they both of them have lower income families that okay. live there for sure. But uh, I would say the primary difference between the projects and the ghetto mm-hmm. is just the i guess it's the way that you view it um projects are you know how the projects look like you drive by it and you can't really you can't really spot out a ghetto neighborhood you know how you you know let's say for instance let's say you go through downtown birmingham i was just gonna say when you take the back way home exactly um it's right by st vincent's Uh okay that's the projects you know okay but you can also i mean you you can't really tell if that's a ghetto neighborhood, but let's say you go towards. And do you associate? And forgive mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. Do you mm-hmm. associate ghetto with high crime? No, no. I, I, like I said, it's the get the term ghetto. Um, I would say it has influence over on, crime on, on crime, but I wouldn't say it's directly related. Okay. Um. So the definition of ghetto. It is a part of a city, especially in a slum area, occupied by a minority of groups or a, or, or a group. Okay. So 
projects, basically, it's just your financial income that you make. Okay. So, yeah, the ghetto, it's basically, I'm trying to explain the, the two. So, the, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, I'm going to Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pro, like I said, the projects is basically you are you're only there because you don't make enough money or you're on government assistance right okay so it is like hud housing yeah in in a way but then the ghetto it's just lower income but you're not necessarily funded completely there you go there you go okay Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah yeah that was hard that was (laughs) That was that was hard. The good, I think, good <laughs> yeah, information. Yeah, you you have to know distinguish the two, and then like I'm trying to <laughs> then, like, the project definition is an individual or collaborative enterprise that is carefully planned and designed to achieve a particular aim, or a government subsidized housing development with yep. relatively low rent. Okay, so it's fi- it's dealing with financial like, uh, capability. Okay, basically, so. The ghetto is basically just a, it's based on uh, low-income minority groups. That's a subdivision. That's a subdivision. Okay. But, you know, the project. They're not funded by the government, whereas no. the projects are like a, a secl- mm-hmm. not secluded, but a um, designated yeah. area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of people get those two confused. Yeah, they, they associate the ghetto with the, the projects. But the way that ties into systemic racism is because mm-hmm. the people that ha- that live in those areas, a lot of mm-hmm. times you hear them say, we're going to break the cycle. We're going to break, yeah. Gener- what does that mean? Generational. Curses. What does that even mean? Uh, so, so, yeah. Um, so my mom, for instance, my mm-hmm. mom, she, she grew up in Inslee. Yeah. You know? So did my mom. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so she grew up in Inslee. And so for her... When when she was being raised, she noticed things. She she noticed that you know she didn't want her children to grow up the same way she did. Not saying that it was bad. Trust right. me, it's not bad. But she wanted her kids to have more nicer things. exactly more opportunities and more um act you know as, access to just more. employment, yeah. education, yeah, wealth. Yeah. Exactly. So she um when she had kids. She, uh, I mean, she moved us around anytime there was anything that even reminded her Inslee. Not saying that she was not a, she was proud. not proud of where she came from, nor was she um, denying that her family or right, know, no. her blackness mm-hmm. per se. But at the same time, she just wanted more she opportunity. Knew. Yeah, she wanted op- more opportunities for her kids. So me, uh, my brothers, we would go um, anytime, you know, some... Something bad would happen. Bad happened, you know, we would, or if it hit too close to home, then we moved. That, that was just her protecting, her way of protecting us. Right. In a way. So, yeah, she, um. So the area in which you lived would change if something bad happened. So yeah, that she you could protect have. and mm-hmm. af- try to allow you guys to have better school mm-hmm. opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so maybe possibly get scholarships. Uh-huh. So, and. Even though schools are not supposed to do it, right? right. They're gonna look at that your zip code that you're you're from. coming from. Even a job is gonna look at the zip code that you come from or the city that you come from. That's why it's called systemic racism, right? It's, they're not supposed to, right? But it's there. Mm-hmm. 
uh, why why would they put it on the the application if not? You see what I'm saying? And that's so, something that's interesting because so <laughs> I just thought you put your resume, you put your mm-hmm. address on your resume just so. Mm-hmm. I I guess that's me being a little naive because I right. I mean, now I didn't you can think of it that way. Yeah, you can say, you can say, you can say, um, hey, it's be. You can say, hey, it's um, because they want to know how far you can tra- can you travel, you know, oh, right, to the out. job. Yeah, that, can you, are you in a, the same vicinity of the home office? Yeah. Okay. That. And that's a valid way, but people disguise that as, okay, if you come from Inslee, Fairfield. It's discrimination. Or the east side or the west side. Wait a minute. You know, hold on. We don't want that working with us. So, right. yeah, it's a, it's definitely a, um, a, uh, a hidden disguise. <laughs> right. So when we talk about things like systemic, what we're saying is, um, there are things that have gone on for hundreds of years hundreds, now yeah. that have given different people more opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was what I told you, um, mm-hmm. we had a conversation about it. Like yeah. the realtor. You know, oh, yeah. When, oh, yeah. When you're, so we, I found it, my best friend, she found it totally bizarre. Like, so, yeah, we got to back up a little. Yeah. Uh, Josh and I were talking about, because um, Josh and I both mm-hmm. are homeowners. And mm-hmm. so um, he he was asking, like, we were just talking about different yeah. elements. Uh, we're, we were honestly having a conversation about systemic <laughs> racism yeah. but, and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, but Josh, tell, mm-hmm. tell people, you found out that yeah. um, there are families that give these gifts oh, of a down payment. Right. And like, talk about what? in the world because <laughs> so, i mean i think i'm a rare instance because i had never really and i, I kind of knew it existed but yeah, yeah talk about it but yeah yeah so my friend she's looking for houses uh-huh. you know she and she finally found the house of her dreams you know yes that, that's her house she just loves it and so her real her uh realtor asked her you know hey um so the down payment for this house you know she had it saved up of course right but she um the realtor yeah the realtor asked her you know will it be a gift from a family member would it be you know is your your grandparents uh parents are they gonna pay are are they all gonna pitch in for this down payment and we and she just looked at the realtor like what like that's a real thing is that's what (laughs) that happens that happens like what is that and so then she was like to the realtor she was like well no you know i'll have the down payment myself because you know I didn't have 400 years for generational wealth to occur. So, mm. and she was pertaining to slavery and, you know, we, you know, we, we don't, we didn't, we don't have that head start right. on wealth in general. You know, our fam, our ancestors came here with nothing. Right. <laughs> Completely nothing. Whereas other people, they came here with everything right. in the American dream, you right. know, and, and so, access to that and access, dream. yeah, access to the American dream. So and to be fair, we're being completely transparent. Yeah, um, Josh and I had this conversation, and I, mm-hmm. I said the same thing. Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, I didn't know that was a thing either." Yeah, yeah. Um, because when my husband and I bought a house, mm-hmm. um, you know, we we had saved up money, yeah, um, and we we didn't have families that could. My mom was a single mom, and mm-hmm. so um, we. We mm-hmm. know it exists. Mm-hmm. We are not 
yeah. privy to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think we, that yeah, I didn't even know that even existed. Right. Whereas like, Josh was in like, the world? My, wait, people do that. Right. I remember my realtor asking me that as Same well. Same question. Yeah, but it wasn't how she asked it. It was like, you know, we don't do this, <laughs> you know, because she was black. So it was like, you know, we don't, we don't do, and you know how she, you know, they're not supposed to be like that but it was like that you know it was, it was like, like let me tell you what, this in case because you know i mean yeah. i'm sure if she knows you she knows your mom and she knows yeah. like they she mm-hmm. might you know have put that money aside yeah she um, yeah. just like my my mom might have put that money mm-hmm. aside too and so she wanted you to know that that mm-hmm. could happen like they could write mm-hmm. that was a tax write-off for them and yeah. that and like here's the amount and if she does have that like you can do this, and so you don't have to right. be the person who mm-hmm. puts that money down. Mm-hmm. And that coincides with, you know, families paying for weddings, you know? Oh, and gosh, yeah. yeah, and like, you know, usually it's the grandparents or parents that pay for the wedding and all that. And the black community, that's not really a, a, a thing. It's not. That's at all? At all. Like, no, you... <laughs> What you pay for is what you pay for. What you can afford is what you can afford. <laughs> so, so the parents of the groom don't I've, pay for the now I know it rehearsal can, dinner or the honeymoon. No. no. And then the <laughs> bride's parents don't pay for the wedding? Uh-uh. No, ma'am. Okay. No, we don't do no. Mm-mm. Like, and that's the thing, like, I I I can see you now that I'm not speaking for everyone. I'm pretty sure there are some black families that do that. Yeah, for sure. I definitely sure. Have, right. have a few friends. That, for sure. But as far as the norm, the yeah. norm, like. And that's what we're talking about. Like we're just, talking about the norm. Yeah, it's definitely not a constant. I'd like, it's not an expectation. No, yeah, it's not an expectation. What they, what they do is out of the kindness of their heart if they can afford it. Right. So, yeah, I don't know if that plays into, you know, systemic racism, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, I think it plays into generational wealth. Yeah, generational wealth. Which also wealth plays and... into, you know, they have these same opportunities. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, call it a culture thing or whatever you want to call it. But, like, that's just, we don't, I've never met anyone who paid for, you know, their daughter's or son's wedding. Or, ever? No. I'm not, that is not, I've never, no, that's not. And again, I think Mm-mm. in order to be transparent, mm-hmm. um, now my family did help us a, mm-hmm. a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. a little bit with my wedding, with yeah. our wedding. Um, but my husband and I paid for yeah. our wedding. Oh, yeah. That's mm-mm. so. That's completely different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, as far as wealth goes, that's, you know, that's yeah. that for sure now, like education. Right. You know. And so Josh and I were talking about Mm -hmm. this earlier. Um, Josh, I will graduate soon with Mm -hmm. a degree in communications. And um, Mm -hmm. Josh and I both are going to have the same degree. We both will have a degree in communications management. Sure will. Um, And so what does that look like? Will we both be afforded the same opportunities? Uh, Probably not. But (laughs) probably not. Because, you know. I've, now, do you think that, and I, I'm I'm putting you on the spot here, mm-hmm. do you think that has to do with me being me and my work history and my work experience? I appreciate that does have a, a little bit to do with it. Just, I would say out of 100%, that's maybe good 30, 30, 35. 
because you do have your work history is longer than mine for sure you know what what you do is awesome (laughs) you know but you you have longer work i'm also older than me exactly you're older than me so you have more experience and stuff so uh now as far as like if we both the elephant rule your skin color yeah i mean you're gonna the truth is you're gonna get more opportunity just because Mm -hmm. a you're white b you're a white woman i mean that's Mm -hmm. that's gold right there well i i would argue and you know yeah yeah i would argue that if i was a white man i definitely would have a higher esteem Mm -hmm. than being a white woman and honestly sometimes and it's very different Mm -hmm. so please yeah please keyboard warriors don't come after me but (laughs) i am blonde hair and so sometimes people don't take me seriously they they learn who i am and they Mm -hmm. if you get to know me even a little bit you will Mm -hmm. but there are times that I now and granted, like I know that it's extremely minimal, mm-hmm. um, but I do think that it happens. Yeah. Josh is looking at me like oh. so kindly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I know that what my life looks like and the mm-hmm. opportunities I've been afforded, like I've I've had mm-hmm. gaps in my resume before mm-hmm. that haven't really hurt me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like if my skin color was different, I yeah. know that it might have. Right, like I said, why if it if it doesn't matter that much, why put it on the application? That's like that, mm. just like your address or anything like that. Like your skills, your job pieces. Okay, cool. That yeah. are things that you need to put on there just because mm-hmm. they want to see what have you done right. in the past. But as far as what does me putting black have to do with me doing my job? You right. See what I'm saying? So I actually did a, a experiment with um. With an employer, I'm not gonna say who, but <laughs> <That's> um, <laughs> so I applied twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Wait, did you widefy your resume? I did. Talk about this. I did. I sure did. So on one application, I used all my real information. You know, <laughs> I, I put. You know, I was. You know, I was me. I was black. Uh-huh. You know, I worked here. I worked here, and um. You're talking about when you're applying on the application, yes. the demographics. Yes. When they, okay. Gotcha. Oh yeah, yeah, just the demographics. And so I put the same exact had the history, my work history. I put the same exact one on another application. Now this application was um, instead of same using, position, same position. Okay. I didn't use my um. I used my um. You know, on your preferred name. Okay. You know. Uh, okay, so my so name is Josh. You use Josh instead yes. of Joshua. Yeah, so okay. I put Joshua, but instead of putting, you know, my last name, well, Joy, I put, I think I put like Smith or something, just because, you know, just to yeah, be generic. Yeah, no, generic, real generic. So my name is Joshua Smith. You know, didn't put my middle name because my middle name um, is DeVille. So I didn't put my middle name. So I just put John Smith. I mean, Joshua Smith. Um, and then I put my, um, I put White. Um, as my demographic. And so I got a phone call. Wait, so you didn't get a phone call when you put black? Mm-mm. So I got and a phone Josh call. And Josh Smith. Or Josh like, Lovejoy. Right. They were like, talk to Josh Smith. Mm. So, yeah, that was very interesting. Oh, yeah. When I so found, for those that think it's not a thing. Oh, it's definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a thing. And it's not something where you're saying, like, as a black person, white people are bad because they... You know, they're part of this systemic racism. No, that's not what you're saying. Mm -mm. You're stating facts of how you are not given the same opportunities. And here's a prime example. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
I, I, I didn't accept the job either way. But yeah, because I don't want to work for nobody who does. Absolutely. What type of HR specialist would even... Anyway. But yeah. That's, There's a lot there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and that's even, you know, at certain employers that employ people. Like mm-hmm. I've met people who are so qualified for a job. So qualified. Right. But just because... They didn't go to UAB, but instead they go to, it went to Alabama State, which is the HBCU. They don't get the job. Wow. So it's just, and there is. And for those listening that don't know the difference, which, what did you say? HB what? HBCU. What does that mean? Historically Black College. Oh, okay. I did not know what that meant. Okay. Because I was just about to say for those who don't know. Um, Historically Black University. um, So predominantly Black was founded by Black founders. Right. Yes, Whereas so UAB is UAB is a very dynamic mix. Yeah, it's diverse. Don't yeah, get me wrong. UAB, extremely, but it's you know primarily it's in Birmingham. <laughs> right. It's primarily, right. You're not gonna have the same opportunity. I mean, it shouldn't be like that, but no. it is that's why I was so opposed of going to I mean, I wasn't opposed, but I know your mom though, and I know she was like, You need to go. Oh no, my mom my mom didn't really care about going to college. Oh, really? Period. Yeah, she didn't she didn't care. She okay. she believed I'm ex- saying correct. Yeah, she believed experience was better than education because she her she never got to use her degree so um she gave me a choice she was like you go cool you don't cool you know um but yeah just as far as opportunities you know you know if you went to alabama Mm a&m you know even though they have the best well i think it's engineering program in in alabama they have the best engineering but at the same time it's like Okay, if I went to Auburn University, you know, I get more opportunities. Right, because it's Auburn is, and so, yeah. And that's when we talk about systemic racism. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about. We're Mm -hmm. talking about the the way you read that on a resume as Mm -hmm. some. I mean, and granted, like it's it's honestly a lot of people they don't mean they don't mean for it. Yeah. Um, it's the way they were taught, but that doesn't make it right. That Mm -hmm. means that still means it's wrong. In most jobs. It's not the supervisor that picks, you know, it's HR that picks. So you have to go from the source. HR is the ones who vet, you know, vet and... But I would um, even argue that even now, HR so, can pick oh, yeah. them, but oh, yeah. they have to be approved. By, oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it does have to by be approved the, by the... A yeah. little higher You're up right. the food chain. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Yeah, they can, they can pick them and say, you know, recommend them for an interview. But yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what we talk about. Those are real life examples mm-hmm. of how systemic racism affects the way Josh lives and the way mm-hmm. um, some of our other black friends live. Right. And um, so I hope that it's helped broaden your definition of systemic racism. And I hope yes. that from this, you understand why you know, why it's degrading mm-hmm. and also how you can be part of that change. Yeah. And if you don't think there is systemic racism, you're part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't think that, you know, it doesn't exist or... Open, just try and open your brain, right? Just, like, just try to open yeah. your mind and research it a little bit more. Yeah. yeah and do, try not... Also, try mm-hmm. not to be offended by it. It's not something oh, no. that we... We're saying like, oh my gosh, you're a terrible person. Yeah, no. No, like you have biases that are subconscious. That, yeah. Yes, they are. Wrong. Mm-hmm. They are wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you, if you can open your mind to see things from different sides, then it'll mm-hmm. it allows you to grow and change. And mm-hmm. um, so yeah. we just invite you to open your mind and to understand that 
there's been a long history of this oh, yeah. and so we Especially want prisons prison reform oh gosh Ooh. yeah we could talk about yeah that, that yeah that's that's <laughs> next week yeah part two part two <laughs> <laughs> systemic racism part two yeah because yeah. we need to talk about like oh, yeah, that's... the difference between mm-hmm. if i get pulled over and you get pulled over Oof. and Oof. okay yeah. but we only have five yeah. more minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. um so mm-hmm. thank you for coming to our ted talk yep, yep. and <laughs> <laughs> moving, on moving on to on. we're going to talk about the i need you to sing the the little thing you sang last time that I remember when you were like, what's going on in this? Oh, what was he? Uh, I forgot. Okay. What's, I don't know. I don't you don't know. have to do it this time. We can do it. <laughs> I put him on the spot. I know. Um, okay. So we're going to talk about the New York Yankees. So MLB baseball oh, happened. Lord. Opening day was two days ago. And I don't even <laughs> like baseball, but I was like, there is sports on our television. Lord. And I'm so excited. Lord. I played baseball. I mean, I played baseball one time. I was like in second grade. I could see you being good at baseball though. Like I was quick. terrible. <laughs> uh, your hand eye coordination. Terrible. Like, uh, I was terrible at softball. Makes me look better. We are so uncoordinated. (laughs) (laughs) But Mm -hmm. the New York Yankees, um, they with the national anthem, Mm -hmm. they took a knee. Um, And they did not take a knee because they do not support the national anthem or Mm -hmm. because they don't believe that the people that are in the military fighting for our lives are important. Mm-hmm. Um, taking talk, and I want Josh to talk about this, but taking mm-hmm. a knee is an act of solidarity that yeah. says, "I stand with my black brothers and sisters, right. and I, I just, I'm gonna do some." It's uh, it's almost like a peaceful protest, right? Yeah. Where you're just making a stand by taking a knee, and it has no disrespect for, yeah, to the national like, anthem, right? I'm, you're right. It has no disrespect, and that's the thing. Like people in London and. England, you know, when there was a king or queen, what did you do? You took a knee. Mm, so, yeah. I, in, you know, in China or Japan, when you meet someone you of bow. Higher, you bow. So, why is it so hard for, well, why is it so um, bad or offensive that someone takes a knee? Let them take a knee. If, and I know as far as you're supposed to take a, if you're wearing a hat off or seeing the national, yeah. you're supposed to take it off. There's some people that don't take off their hat, but you're not going to say nothing. So why is if it? If I have my hair done for my hat, <laughs> right. I'm not taking that off. I'm right. Just, like, that, just is being not, that is not like a real issue. So when they took a knee, it was amazing because every single player took a knee. Um, and so, yes, taking a knee is like. How'd that make you feel? Talk about like. I was proud. I was like, yeah. wow. I was like. If baseball can do this, the ba- baseball that really no one, I mean, in the South, you right. know, it's not really a big deal. It means a big it's deal. It's not like football. It's yeah, like it's not Josh like football. Right. It's, like, <laughs> right. it's not like football, you know? Right. And so, you know, for baseball, I, I, I don't watch baseball, but I knew that I was, a, right. I know that was a big moment for them to mm-hmm. be like, we understand that the other national leagues, they might not. They might not do it, but as far as us, we're going to do this. So, because at the end of the day, we know what's truly important and we know that if they want to do it, then they can do it right. and won't be reprimanded for That's doing what it. I thought that was the coolest thing is that everyone did it. Yeah. Because so I know. Yeah. Because if you, I, I, would, I would bet if only one person did it or two people, I'm pretty sure that two of them would have been, 
you know, on probation, right, on probation from the team, from doing this. So they were like, no, it's all or nothing. Right. So if you want to counsel the whole team, (laughs) then here you go. So Right. You're already suffering because of coronavirus. So you're going to suffer even more if you put all your players on probation. Did the the coaches kneel? I don't know. Okay. I knew all the players did, so and that's that's awesome. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that was that made me feel excited for the future Hopeful. of baseball. Yes, because you know, not too many black people are in baseball, so mm. hopefully, this will be. Like, oh wow! Yeah, I didn't think about it that yeah, way. Like, this if they was, do it. Right, then this that was that scene of of um yeah. baseball, but mm-hmm. that that true enough. That's going to influence influence little black kids and be like, oh, they, they're on our side. Yeah. They, they know what, they know what's going on because like I said, parents have that conversation with black kids. So they know what's mm. going on. So them seeing that on TV, yeah, especially since, like I said, it's not too many black people in NBA. Right. They're going to be like, oh, wow, they're for us. So let me. MLB. M- I'm so sorry. It's okay. See? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was amazing. That, that definitely was a, was a stand and it showed little black girls and, and boys that hey i can be in baseball and right professionally so yeah that was and awesome. and we stand with you we as a yes. community yes and yes. the mlb stand with you mm-hmm. yeah the well, nfl has a lot to do i think i think it's coming <laughs> it's, i think it'll be well good. we'll see we'll see more on that next week right, more on that next week <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much everyone for listening thank you thank you yes. and we'll touch base with you guys next week mm-hmm. bye, bye.